podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. De Bruyne, 1-0 City, for Niles! And Pogba leaves for McTominay! For Kane! Oh, what a finish! And Chibu Puki! Sell it to settle it! And Ruben Neves! William for Chelsea! And that could be the goal that seals the title for Liverpool at long last! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages... EPL Index proudly brings to you the best prediction podcast in the world, a tad predictable, with your host, Tiriwa Chanakira, and his guest, Southampton's adopted daughter, it's Alex Letizier. It's game week 24, and you know what that means. It's another episode of A Tad Predictable. Welcome, everyone, to the show. Um, we've got a special guest this time around. We've got Alex Leticia coming on the show. Um, Alex, welcome to the show, first and foremost, and tell us a bit about yourself. Um, I see you, you've you been an avid runner of late. What's that all about? Hi. Um I'm doing a charity run for two charities. The first one is West Foundation in Exeter, and the second one is a local children's charity in Southampton. It's um, Southampton doing it for the kids, and I'm basically running 130 miles in five days from Exeter to Winchester on the 26th of May to the 30th. So, yeah, I'm crazy. (laughs) That that is crazy. Um, I'm sure when we get to plugs at the end, if you could give us um, more details on that, I'm sure the fans will want to jot those down. But Alex, uh, this is a prediction show and you, you actually kind of reached out to say, I've I've got a voice when it comes to football and I want to speak. Um, And we ended up um, speaking to your people. My people spoke to your people, and we we organized for you to come onto the show. How how did you get into football? And you know, what teams do you support? What teams did you support? Is there a background story behind that? Well, I've sort of fallen in love with football, all thanks to my husband. He's a massive football fan. He watches every single game. It's on every day and I just can't escape it really. So I've had no choice. Um, We're both Saints fans, obviously. And um, yeah, I had no choice to be honest with you. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. The the surname gives it away. I I, I guess you really didn't have a choice. Yeah, exactly. Oh, nice. Um, And and what have you thought of Southampton this season? They they had the heights of being top of the table (laughs) at some point in time. How How did that feel like? I mean, it's not been very good for my mental health. It's <laughs> it's just a roller coaster. But for some reason, it's just like, it's almost a self-sabotage watching them. You just can't stop watching. It's like a car crash. I mean, it's either so good or so bad. This is never in between with them. <laughs> but yeah, it's just the last game. I feel like that was way more heartbreaking than, well, whatever, which one of the nine nils. But yeah, the last game was so depressing. Oh man, yeah, that that was oh, I, I, bad. <laughs> that was bad. That was really bad. We were keen to get a Southampton fan on, and it 
we were keen to get some um, one on when you guys were top of the table, and then it's unfortunate <laughs> yeah, it's that we've happen. now got you. We've now got you on when it's not been that great uh, of late. Yeah. But hopefully they turn it around. Um, I mean, they have to really. Yeah, uh, they they it's it can only go up. We hope. Uh, from yeah, here. definitely. Um, do you have a standout fixture for this weekend, or is the bias uh, bleeding into that as well? Is this for Leicester? Uh, for it, any of the fixtures, is there one specific one you're you're looking out for um, this entire weekend for the fixtures? Uh, Leicester Liverpool. Okay, okay, yeah. So that one is uh, the first fixture that is on our list. Um, yeah. Obviously, a Leicester City side that just came off a nil-nil draw with Wolves, but I suppose Vardy wasn't in that game. He's just come back from from surgery um, against the Liverpool side who um, maybe maybe the Liverpool-Southampton connection is bleeding into this because they yeah. have not looked good recently either. How, how do you see this game going? Well, um, like you just said, Vardy is back from injury. So, I mean, that's good for Leicester. Um, but Liverpool, like you said, they're just kind of, they're just not doing well. It's just not the team that, we saw last season it's just very weird they're not having a good time no they've they've lost their way it's it seems so far they've this lost season. the magic <laughs> they have lost them a couple of injuries and and that not and yeah uh, me as a liverpool fan um oh. it's, it's it's not <laughs> been it's not been great viewing recently but um but we have to we have to get something from Leicester. I'm, I'm hoping for something from Leicester. Do you see Leicester winning that one? Do you see a draw? How you, I how think you... it's going to be a draw. 1-1. Oh. oh, no. What are you doing to me? <laughs> Not a 1-1 one, one draw. Oh, that is... I don't know how I feel I about that. I just think Vardy coming back is going to be a real lift for Leicester, you know? Yeah, that, that makes sense. He really sense. does carry the team. He's like the guy, isn't he? So I think you guys are, you know, going to struggle again. And we saw that when Kane came back, hey, for, for Spurs, they got a lift. Um, so you've got 1-1. One, one. I've written down your 1-1 one, one score. Um, I'm, I, I have to go with a Liverpool win. I actually <laughs> predicted a Liverpool loss, which was just gut-wrenching for me in the Man City game last week because I just I had to pick with my head. Yeah. My heart thought that we maybe we could win it, but we're just not playing well at the moment. I think this is the game that we... It's make or break for us. We need to show some kind of fight. So I'm I'm gonna go with a two one Liverpool win. Maybe going okay. more with my heart now. Um now that the city <laughs> game on, is is behind us. Um but we'll move on to game number two. It's Crystal Palace versus Burnley and I mentioned going with the heart. Um Burnley is certainly a team that their manager likes them to play with their heart on their sleeve. They come up against um uh, Crystal Palace side who They've now put back-to-back victories together, which um, hadn't been the case of late. I, I mean, they had lost the previous two before that. But how do you see Burnley handling this trip to Salas Park? Um, I think Burnley are going to win. I think Crystal Palace have a terrible record about Zaha. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so for that reason, I think it's going to be a 2-1 victory. 2-1. Okay, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think Zaha is probably the the factor that determines this game. If if some by some miracle he's back, 
um, yeah. it, it probably swings to Crystal Palace's um, yeah, favour. But bearing in mind that it's unlikely that he'll be rushed back, um, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I, I think this game, I think I'm going to match your 2-1 because it just makes sense. I think Burnley, they started to correct the ship a little bit uh, this season, not still the, the, the hard... Burnley side that's difficult to beat and, and you know what you're going to get from them. It's been mix and match so far this season, but they will fancy playing this Crystal Palace side. Yeah, uh, so. I think after, sorry, after they lost on Tuesday, I think they're going to come back out and give it their all. Yeah. They, they need to react, hey? Yeah. I think so. Uh, teams that don't necessarily need to react because they've got Six wins on the, I mean, more than that, wins on the bounce. It's Man City. Um, mm. They just trot into this game against a Spurs side who will be playing in the FA Cup. Um, they're going to be playing tonight at a time of recording. Um, is there any way of Spurs stopping this Man City juggernaut? I think, you know, Man City are going to win the league. And I think they're just very strong. Um, I mean, Harry Kane is back though, and um, but I just don't see it happening. I think Man City will win three one. Man City three one. Yeah. Um, Jodie won't be too pleased with you saying that she's a Spurs fan. Um, <laughs> so if your intro doesn't sound too great, that's on you. That's fine. Um, look, I. I I I think the city side is going to be it's going to be hard to beat them uh, for any yeah. team. Uh, we saw the bounce back Spurs had with Kane back in the team, but three games in the space of seven seven days. Uh, I don't know how the Spurs team reacts to that. Um, obviously, it will need to be seen how strong a team they put up in this uh, midweek game against Everton. But you'd imagine Mourinho wants to put emphasis on that FA Cup and, and give a good showing for Spurs. So if, if they have yeah. too much energy that goes into that game and then they... probably Yeah, that is a really good point, actually. They're yeah. probably not going to treat this game as they maybe should do. Especially if it's, if, if it's against the side that you know probably you might know just beat not, you. You don't really have a chance yeah. against you. That, yeah, that is true. That's my worry for them in this one. I'm I'm gonna go with a I'm gonna go with a two 0 Man City win. They've they've been keeping clean sheets um for weeks on end now and it doesn't seem like anyone's going to be able to do anything about that. Hopefully yeah. for Spurs fans they they they're gonna want a performance where Kane and Son and Dombele are all firing on, on, on all cylinders, but it just seems impossible against the city side. At the moment, yeah, I agree. Yeah, we we move on to our next game. It's Brighton versus Aston Villa. Probably two sides who have been for me the more exciting sides to watch. I mean, we had a Villa side who many people predicted were going to get relegated before the season started, and a Brighton side who also were probably um, picked as as a team that would struggle, but. Both teams are playing good football. Villa are getting points on the board. Brighton not always getting the points, but they're, they're starting to string results now. Yeah, I think, um, well, I like Aston Villa because Jack Grealish plays for them. Mm, yeah. 
<laughs> I think a lot of people love watching um, Aston Villa for that reason. But um, yeah, I think, like you said, I, I think Villa are going to win this game. And it's been exciting to watch them. So for that reason, I think they're going to win 1-0. One 1-0. Nil. One nil. That's a close one. And I mean... With Grealish, he's not just dreamy to look at. He's dreamy with the ball as well, would you not yeah. agree? It, yeah, it, I mean, he's a good player. It, it helps that he can play football and, and doesn't look half bad as well. So yeah. it's kind of a bonus. Um, it's a win-win. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. Um, I, I agree with you there. Um, with regards to Brighton, they they haven't lost a game in, in five. Um, they've gotten three wins in those five games that they've played recently. and. As I said, they've looked good. Um, yeah. they, they've, they've played well. Sometimes earlier in the season, they just weren't getting goals, which was a big problem for them. They came up against Liverpool and got a goal. So I, I think we solved that problem for them. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they're firing now. Um, I, I, I have Ollie Watkins in my fantasy team. And ever since I've brought him in, he's been doing pretty well for Aston Villa. And I, I think he's got a goal in him in this game and I can see Grealish getting involved in this one. I think he'll have heard the shout out from you and will be hoping to impress. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with the 2-0. Uh, yeah, are you are you predicting a Grealish goal or is it just the one goal from um, anywhere will husband, be? My husband's got that, um, uh, the man that you just said, he's got him his fantasy team. Oh, Ollie thing. Watkins. Yes, him. Yeah, he's got him and his team as well, so he'll want him to score. Okay, so we'll we'll <laughs> we'll we'll note it as an Ollie Watkins goal for for you. Uh, uh, yeah, as I said, I think Ollie Watkins gets one, and Grealish gets the, the other one. I just think Watkins has looked impressive in terms of he's got everything that a striker should have. He's got the height, he's got the strength, he's got speed. And he's getting into good finishing positions, and and now he's actually getting goals in. So I, I think that's promising for them. And it, you know, we we've both given Aston Villa wins, but I still think Brighton are going to be a tough team to beat because they've been playing really, really well. Mm. Um, we move swiftly on to what would probably, I'm assuming, your game of the weekend: it, Southampton yeah. versus Wolves. Um, oh man. You're predicting a Southampton win first and foremost, right? Let's get that out of the way. I mean, I'm manifesting it into existence <laughs> that they are. I mean, this is going to be... I mean, if they don't win this, I might just throw the TV out of the lounge and I'll be so upset. They have to win this. This is going to be a make-or-break situation. If they can't win this after... Oh, I'll be so upset. You heard it here first, Southampton. You better win this game. <laughs> Better. You better. <laughs> what score are you giving this one? Um, I'm hoping Saints are going to win two one. Two because one. I mean Wolves haven't been playing that great this season, which is great for us. But then again, I mean we lost against Newcastle, so who knows really? I mean it's it's a good time to play Wolves. Yeah. If, if if there's ever been a time to play Wolves, now is the time to play them. Um, last season they looked impressive. I was sure they would be one of the teams hoping to sneak into the top six this season. Yeah. And, you know, build from what they did last year. But it's been a struggle for them. Obviously, the Jimenez injury is, is something you can't 
really legislate for, but it, it it's affected them, I think, as well in, in not having him up front. But yeah, look, I, I think we, um, I think the podcast is just going to go with you here and, and send the good vibes to Southampton. Yeah. Um, Southampton yeah. also have a Liverpool player now there on loan, uh, Minamino, who scored uh, on his first game there. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's involved in in the goals again this week. He looked really good in your guys' system. Yeah, and we've got um, James Ward's prowls as well. And, I mean, that free kick was really good. That it was, was special, yeah. That was special. <laughs> it really was. And, and Ings needs to get back in the goals for me. Um, I enjoy yeah. watching him play, but he's just been a little bit off. I don't know if it's if it's the fact he's he coming back from the around, injury. Mm. Just, Do you I reckon mean, it's injury-related? or? I mean, every time you see him, he's just limping, so it's just not great. I don't know. The vibe is off, isn't it, really? Yeah, and and sometimes players do have to play with injuries. Um, just it, it's just a part of of playing football, isn't it? Um, you just kind of have to get on with it. And and we saw as as we mentioned earlier, Vardy came back from surgery, but he played a couple of months with the injury. You just have yeah. to bear the pain. Maybe that's the situation with Ings, but hopefully he he can get the the guys going. I'm gonna go with a two 0 Southampton win. Um, I think. I think they've got enough defensively in this one. I, I say that cautiously, <laughs> knowing the previous games that have happened. But, yeah. But also having confidence in Harsen Hootel that he's going to be on them and be like, guys, you need to oh, sort this sure, out. Yeah. You really need to sort this out and, and, and come out with the performance that the fans will be happy with, um, that Alex will be happy with. Cause we've, we've heard she, you know, there's a TV <laughs> at stake here. If, <laughs> If yeah. you guys don't perform, so Southampton, yeah. please, guys, um, do something. <laughs> yes, please. Um, Alex, we will move on to a very exciting segment that we haven't had for a while because um, the last two weeks I had power rankings of the my my best teams in the Premier League at the moment, and then the previous week was the my best players in the Premier League at the moment, but. We're back with Bank It or Burn It, the popular segment for this show. Um, for those that are joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, but I'll, I'll just run through the rules. I'm, I'm going to put 15 seconds on the clock here. And you are going to answer five questions in each of the five rounds for the fixtures we've just discussed. Um, so that's Leicester versus Liverpool, Crystal Palace versus Burnley. Man City versus Tottenham, Brighton versus Aston Villa, and Southampton versus Wolves. Um, and basically, if you think something's going to happen, you're going to shout bank it. If you think it's not going to happen, you're going to shout burn it. Uh, we'll tally up your scores. We'll keep track of it and, and see how you get on. Um, before I run through the questions, just so the listeners can jot those down and kind of play along how are you feeling about this um they, they, i know you, before we started recording you kind of called out jake there he's got our highest score at 17 out of 23 um are you confident of beating that <laughs> yeah jake if you're uh, listening you're going down oh <laughs> fighting words these and he's a newcastle <laughs> fan by the way so um, I'm, uh, you know, maybe you can get some revenge for what happened last week with the Saints. Yeah. 
But um, so the questions, question A is over 30 tackles, B is less than four yellow cards, C over five shots on target, D outside the box goal, and E knee slide goal celebration. Um, cool. You got those? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Okay, so I'm going to put 15 seconds on the clock here. and. The first fixture is Leicester versus Liverpool. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Your time starts now. Over 30 tackles. Burn. Less than four yellow cards. Bank. Over five shots on target. Bank. Outside the box goal. Burn. Knee slide goal celebration. Burn. Burn, baby. Burn for the last one. And you got it in time. That is awesome. That's that's really good for the first time. Usually, first time around, it, it, people slip up. They're panicking with their answers. They don't quite have them set yet. But that was really good. You felt comfortable with that one. Woo! <laughs> nice. That's okay. Good. Well, we'll move on to the uh, fixture number two. It's Crystal Palace versus Burnley and obviously in in this one you predicted a 2-1 Burnley win so I wonder if that's gonna influence your answers here let's let's see um 17 seconds on the clock your time starts now over 30 tackles bank less than four yellow cards burn over five shots on target burn outside the box goal Burn. Knee slide goal celebration. Burn. Oh, no. It's London. It's a game in London, and it's <laughs> going to be raining. I, I think knee slide is, is well in with the shot here. I think you're going to regret that one. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. You could be right. You could be right. But we will find out. Um, obviously, league leaders are next. It's Man City going up against Tottenham Hotspurs. Your time starts now. Over 30 tackles. Burn. Less than four yellow cards. Bank. Over five shots on target. Bank. Outside the box goal. Bank. Knee slide goal celebration. Burn. Oh, you don't like knee slide. <laughs> I figured it out. Do you know what? I find it so tacky when there's no audience. Ah, oh, so is that what it is? I just think, come on, guys, let's do something. Why can't we bring the robot back? I think Crouchy would 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 probably send a cease and desist <laughs> if someone brought the robot back. <laughs> we need something, something fun, something other than a knee slide. Okay, these are three knee slide burns in a row. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. it's raining. That's all I'm saying. It, in 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 wet weather, players Imagine do love it a knee slide. Happen, Imagine if it doesn't happen, though. That, that might shoot you up to legendary status in, in that know. alone. Even if, you, even if you just get 5 out of 25 and, the, and all the correct ones are the knee slide ones, I, I think that could put <laughs> you up there. <laughs> that would be so funny. That would be amazing. Um, okay, what we got? We got Brighton versus Aston Villa next up. Um, you predicted 1-0 to Aston Villa. I predicted 2-0 to Aston Villa. You've got an Ollie Watkins goal prediction as well. Does yeah. Ollie Watkins like him? Mm, okay, we'll, we'll find out. Let's see what your thinking is with that one. 
I think oh, Watkins likes a knee slide. But anyway, <laughs> it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what Alex thinks. Uh, your time starts now. Over 30 tackles. Bank. Less than four yellow cards. Burn. Over five shots on target. Bank. Outside the box goal. Burn. Knee slide goal celebration. Burn. Oh, come on! <laughs> what time to spare? I think you're doing this on purpose now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. All your other answers are varied. You just have an, a vendetta against knee slide goal celebrations, and I'm not oh, having just any so of it. Last season. Okay, here we go. Southampton. Your boy is Southampton. They go yeah. up against Wolves. Let's see how you see this game going. I'm looking at those yellow cards. Let's see if it's going to be a feisty game. Your time starts now. Over 30 tackles. Bank. Less than four yellow cards. Burn. Over five shots on target. Bank. Outside the box goal. Burn. Knee slide goal celebration. Bank, because Dayings is going to get it. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Okay, okay. I, I appreciate how you built that one up and it crescendos with a Danny Ings goal. A much-needed Danny Ings goal, would you say? Oh, yeah. Much-needed Danny Ings goal. Okay, so we'll we'll keep track of that one. That was our Bank It or Burn It segment. Um, I'm glad you got all 25 questions in. As I said, very impressive for your first time around. Usually people get unstuck. Jake, Jake's record of 17 happened with him only getting 23 questions in. Um, he ran out of time with two of them. But we'll keep track of that. We'll see how you get on. But we'll move on to the game that follows uh, Southampton Wolves, and it's West Brom versus Man United. Sam Allardyce has been at West Brom for a while now, but they, they, they haven't turned around the results. Is the Man United game their chance to do that? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, shame. <laughs> Um, I think West Brom are going down okay, this yeah. season. Um, like you said, they're not doing the best. And Man United just seem to be on a really good flow at the moment. And they like to score a lot of goals for fun, as we witnessed not mm. that long ago. So, um, yeah, I think Man United are going to win 5-1. Oh, my word. West Brom fans, close your ears. Well, Five, it could be one. worse, you know. It, it could be it worse. It could, with the way Man United are scoring goals at the moment, you you exactly. you're spot on there. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you in that West Brom are probably going down. Um, it it seems like the the gap is just too big at the moment, and they're yeah. also not getting results. I, I mean, if if they were getting results, and maybe they were starting to close the gap, I would be optimistic. But yeah. at the moment, I mean. Four losses and a draw in their last five games, and they're eleven points behind seventeenth place Burnley, and they've played a game more than Burnley. Unless they've got a miracle in the back pocket, unless Big Sam can pull off another miracle, it's not looking likely. And and I think the misery does continue in this game. I don't know if United will get all five of those goals. Um, they're very mal. They're very may well. But for me, I, I think I think they'll definitely keep a clean sheet in this game. Um, yeah. I, I, I think West Brom are in for a hiding. I'm going to go with 3-0. Um, 
Um, okay. I'm I'm gonna go with a three. No, I I think I think West Brom have got enough in them to keep that score to I'll say relatively um, lower numbers. But yeah, three nil. I think for West Brom, it's a case of just moving on to the next fixture. I don't think this one favors them too much, but um, they can take the loss here and then look forward. And, and try and get a result. I mean, the next game after this is against Burnley. That's probably a game that they're targeting to try and go get a win and, and close that gap to Burnley. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we'll They've move. They've got no chance, though. To <laughs> I, wish, I wish they did. I would love United to get beat, but no, it's just not going to happen. It's just, it, it doesn't, yeah, it, it would be a shock. Let's put it that way. It would be a shock mm. if they do. Um We'll move on to the next game. And speaking of shocks, um, th- the next game is Arsenal versus Leeds. When, when I did my prediction for this game back in November, um, where yeah. it ended up being nil-nil, I was convinced it was going to be a high-scoring game. Um, and, and, you know, it's two teams that like to play football. Leeds seem to not care about defending. They just want to score goals. And yeah. Arsenal were at that time also shaky at the back, but needed to score goals in, you know, multiples in order to win games. Is this going to be another shock nil-nil or are we finally going to see goals for this fixture? Um, I feel like Leeds come out and they do give it their all every single game. Um, But then even though... I don't know. I just feel like Arsenal have gotten a bit better lately. So they really could come out and just go for it as well. So I see this game being two teams really going to give it their all. So I think it's going to be a 2-2 situation. Yep, that that makes sense to me. Um, It made sense to me back in November as well. I I was convinced of of something like that uh, 2-2 scoreline. For this specific game... I think it's. I'm gonna to have to back a scoring game again, and maybe it's it's me that's cursing this fixture. If it is, I apologize to Arsenal and Leeds fans in advance uh, because a nil-nil is not what either team needs at the moment. But I, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a three-two game, and I, I'm going to give it to Leeds, the away team. I think they're going yeah. to pull a game out of Arsenal that involves them being end-to-end and having to run up and down the pitch. And if Thomas Partey is injured, that engine room for Arsenal, is, it, it, I'm very worried for it. Um, mm. Arsenal need goals. Hopefully they have Aubameyang backfiring. Hopefully, you know, the likes of Pepe, he's looked a little bit impressive. But they've had two losses uh, in in their last two games. Yeah. And yeah. I think the misery continues for them. It's going to be at home for them as well. They They have a far better away record than home record so it, everything's just pointing to a very fun game to watch and unless you're an Arsenal fan considering I'm, I'm predicting that they're going to lose this game but it's certainly one I'm going to have my full attention on because it's going to yeah. be it's going to be a fun game I think yeah I do think they're both going to fight for it I think it'll be a good one to watch definitely and and if our listeners want to watch this game as well, then I highly recommend that they link up with our presenting sponsors. That's Liberty Shield. Uh, Liberty Shield are a VPN provider. They take care of all of your entertainment viewing needs. Um, 
I, I, as I said before, I, I don't talk about something that I haven't tried before. They've kitted me out. I got rid of my um, TV package that I had at the time and, and strictly just use Liberty Shield now because it literally has everything. I got to watch the Super Bowl on there. Um, I got to watch all the WWE pay-per-views and stuff like that. So American TV, if you want to watch Australian TV, you can watch it. Me being from Zimbabwe and growing up in South Africa, I get to watch DSTV for all our African fans out there. That's on there as well. It, it's just an awesome package to have everything in one place, one remote. You don't have to worry about, you know, Alex, I don't know if you find difficulty with this, but some games are on BT, some games are on Sky. Yeah. So it's it's such a mess. It's all a bit, it is a bit of a mess, isn't it? It's like, why can't it all just be on at least two different channels? It's all getting a bit silly, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And every time I want to, I, I wanted to watch a game, I'd first have to go see who has actually got the rights for it. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now with Liberty Shield, I just switch it on, search for live EPL games, and it's got there. It's got it there for me. It sorts it out for me. It, it will go do the business of finding out who is hosting it, and and just makes life easier. Uh, also, a shout out to. Our other presenting sponsors, EPL Index. Uh, go to eplindex.com and check out all the articles that are going up there constantly. Um, we'll move on to our next game, and it is Everton versus Fulham. I, uh, this is a tricky game for me. I, 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 I had trouble trying to come up with a score prediction for this one, Alec. Did, did you have the same, or did you look at this fixture and have one straight in your in, in your head? did but I I mean Fulham aren't the best team to watch at the moment it's yeah. a bit boring um I mean Everton are gonna win but again I don't find Everton that interesting to watch either um I mean Pickford is back from injury uh they're doing okay but I just don't find them the most interesting I have put three nil to Everton for this wow, game yeah do I don't know if you are the same with me in that I find, and I suppose this is, you could argue that this is the point with every team, but specifically with Everton, I find when they're, when they're playing at Goodison Park, they're a however a lot of fun to watch when their fans are there. They, their yeah. fans get really into it. And when, you know, when that brief period where the area of Liverpool was, um, allowed to have fans at the stadium and Everton you know there were a fraction of the fans at the stadium but it sounded like a full stadium they, I, I yeah. think their fans do really well to get them going and without them there as you say it, it's kind of a bit drab I'm finding I do think there are definitely some fan bases that do lift the teams a lot more than others and yeah Everton do need their fans big time yeah, so that they'll be hoping that they can be back at the ground soon. Um, from Fulham's perspective, they're just not getting wins. <laughs> I know it's it's, it's, just, it's, it's it's like they've almost given up already, really, isn't it? Th- th- but they had the thing for me is they had this period in December where they weren't losing games, and I actually in my power rankings for pretty much the month of December, I had them in my top five because they they, <laughs> they were a team that were. At the, you know, near the bottom of the table, and yeah. everyone had already written them off, and then all of a sudden they start collecting these these draws out of nowhere, 
where you're expecting yeah. them to lose games. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is a turn for for Fulham. And lo and behold, no, it, it wasn't, unfortunately. Yeah, something just isn't working. It's it's just, you just sort of write them off now. You yeah. don't expect a win from them anymore. And I, I certainly am not expecting a win for them in this one. I've gone no. with a 1-0 Everton win. Um, I think just the fact that Everton have that FA Cup game against uh, Spurs uh, midweek mm. might take something out of the legs of the Everton players, but I think they'll still have enough to get by yeah. Fulham. And that, that was my thinking on my 1-0 prediction for that one. Um, the game that follows this one is West Ham versus Sheffield United. We were just speaking about one team that's at the bottom that's not getting wins. Sheffield United are at the bottom of the league, but they've gotten two wins in their last five games. Are they showing some kind of hope? And do they stand a chance against uh, inform West Ham team? Um, well, West Ham, my first love. <laughs> um, Don't say that I, too loudly. <laughs> I'm really happy for West Ham because I feel like they really needed it this season. They're doing really well. And yeah, I'm really happy for them. I think they're going to come out and I think they're going to win 2-0 against Sheffield United. Yeah, I, I think they're playing well. I think the the fact that Thomas Suchek's red card got rescinded is a big thing for them. Mm. He, he's been playing well, hey? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm I'm going to go with a... I'm, I think I'm going to match in this one. I'm going to go with a 2-0 West Ham win. I wouldn't be surprised if Suchek is involved in one of those goals. Um, if it's yeah. not scoring, at least getting an assist in it. He's been that important for them so far this season, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the, the game that follows this one, it's Chelsea versus a team you're quite familiar with over the last week, <laughs> Newcastle. Um, it's too soon. It's too it's soon. <laughs> too soon. Um, are you giving Newcastle a win in this one? Or are you just, you just want revenge and you're hoping Chelsea can teach them a lesson i want revenge i want big time revenge i want chelsea to win 3-1 oh wow at least you've given newcastle a goal yeah i've been kind give them something yeah and and this chelsea side has looked um impressive under tuchel he's only just come in yeah have you noticed much of a difference in them obviously three wins now it's looking promising right it is, yeah. I mean, uh, it's just they definitely have gotten it together, haven't they? I mean, obviously, Frank Lampard just wasn't doing the job. No, I, I think he. Well, let's put it this way: he's he was he had the job for a while now, yeah. and I still didn't know what his best formation was. I didn't know what yeah. this the intended style of play was. Um, yeah. Whereas now with Tuchel, we're starting to get that. Uh, we're starting to get some sort of direction. And we can see, he's. I think he's roped in a good blend of some of the older players. Maybe he started them first to just get them on board. He's he's bleeding in the young players as well with Hudson and Doy and, 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 and the likes starting to get a lot more minutes. Um, I think the, the only thing for him really is trying to sort out that striker position. Um, Timo Werner... Came in with a big price tag. Um, he struggled early on. Giroud held things down early in the season. Um, Tammy Abram, 
he he's good on paper, but he's just not. It's not clicking for him on the field. I feel. Um, do you have a preference out of those three, Giroud, Tammy Abram, or Werner, to be spearheading that attack? Uh, Werner. Werner, yeah, I, I think Werner, obviously coming from the Bundesliga, he comes with the reputation of a lot of goals. If they can get him firing, I think they they're going to be a threat for top four at the very least. Um, I, I, me as a Liverpool fan, I I wanted Frank there a little bit longer so we could get a little bit of a gap <laughs> from Spurs. I mean, from from Chelsea because I was I, I was worried that the moment he leaves and they brought in someone like a Tuchel they were going to go on a, a winning run that we seem not to be able to do at the moment. Um, so I, the heart in me hopes that Newcastle have something in this game, but from what I've seen of Newcastle, it is, especially in the bigger games, it's that they they do defend well and, and they've got a good shape, but it just seems to not have the quality at the moment. And I think that's just due to the injuries. They've got about like nine injuries at the moment and most of them are at centre-back. And I think that's going to be a serious problem for them in this game. I feel, I feel like you're rubbing salt into my wound. Right no, now. no, not at all. Look, um, <laughs> Southampton, they're, they're, they're in a rut at the moment. We've said, you know, we gave a personal plea um, Hassan Huto, I'm sure, will listen to it, and and there will be a result this weekend. <laughs> but for yeah. you know the the last weeks haven't been good. And look, I'm, this is a Liverpool fan speaking as well, so I, I can't really say much in terms of form or winning back to back games too often. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I think Newcastle roll um, roll over in this one. Unfortunately for their fans, I'm going to go with a two 0 Chelsea win. Um, I do think, obviously, they still need to sort out that front forward player and, and who gets to start there. But um, a team that knows who their front forward player is, is Burnley. Um, they go to Fulham. We've mentioned Fulham earlier and we've, um, and we've mentioned Burnley earlier. We, we, we had a bit of discussion on both of them, but they now enter their second game of the week. Um, how do you see this specific game going? Obviously, we, we've spoken a bit about both teams, but how do you see this game in Burnley versus Fulham at, at Burnley's home ground? I think Burnley 1-0. Burnley 1-0. And obviously, it would then be misery for Fulham. Not, it's not you, You're not predicting a very good weekend for Fulham overall, hey? Yeah, I think... Um... Yeah, I do think Fulham probably go down. They've got a huge chance of going down. I think they've got a huge chance of going down as well. Um, as we as we said earlier, it, they're just not getting wins on the board. Um, and obviously, Burnley will be hoping to give more distance between themselves and Fulham in this game. And if they can... Obviously, we've predicted that they're going to get the 2-1 win against Crystal Palace... Yeah. And then if they then go and get a win against Fulham as well, I, I think that puts them in good stead for the rest of the season. I think it just gives them a little bit of a cushion that allows them to still lose some games later on, but have enough to to end the season off. Um, I'm, I'm going to go for a 1-1 in this one. I, I think Fulham will need a reaction. As we said earlier, we've already given them a, a loss this weekend. I think 
just the players are gonna will will a goal in and and will a draw. Yeah. It it's still not gonna be enough in my opinion because as we said, they need to start getting wins, not just draws yeah. and losses. But uh, I think I think they can get away with the draw here and try and hopefully claw back Burnley elsewhere. Um, and also I think the fact that because this game is kind of like a six pointer they're going to be pushing really hard for a win because if, if they lose to Burnley you you start really writing them off um, and as you said start really questioning whether they can stay up the season yeah they just they they've got to come out and they've got to give it something yeah we'll we'll see if they do indeed the last game of this game week um it's Everton it's the second home game for them this week uh, we mentioned obviously the fans won't be there, and and that's a yeah. big factor. But they play against, and I keep calling them the juggernaut because that's exactly what they are. Man City finally get to make up that game that they've had. You know, all season they've been at least a game behind everyone else. Uh, they mm. finally get to make that up, and they kind of haven't needed that game in hand. Uh, looking at the league table, do you think they just brush Everton aside and and just? continue to look you know look forwards to hopefully for their fans claiming a, another premier league title claiming it back you know what they would say was probably rightfully theirs i think city are definitely going to win i just think they're on they're on a roll mm-hmm. um i think it's probably going to be like a 2-1 game yeah I, I, look I, everton are a difficult team to face um yeah and they'll do really well to break that city clean sheet record that they seem to be going on at the moment. And I actually would give Everton a, a, a really good chance. Obviously, Liverpool got the goal against Man City, but that that was a penalty. I, I wonder if Everton can get one, you know, in in open play opposed to off a set piece. Um, Man City for me, since about October, I've said they're winning the league and and winning the league includes winning tough games away to one of the really good teams um, in, in Everton. So I'm, I'm going to go with a two nil city win. I keep yeah. giving the, I keep giving them clean sheets just because that that's just what they look like at the moment. I um, think it's going to be like as an interesting game as Arsenal leads. Ah, yes. I do think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, uh, it's de- and it's a nice one to kind of round everything off for the weekend, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it, everyone, I, I recommend you tuning into that one. It should be a good game. Um, Alex, that's going to do it for this episode of A Tad Predictable. Before we let you go, um, I don't know, do, do you have anything you want to plug, put over, promote, maybe give us more details on the charity and maybe an, another another plea to Hasenhutl to sort this team out the Southampton team out um well if you guys want to follow me on any of my socials I'm on uh Twitter Facebook Instagram I'm so close to hitting 10,000 followers on Instagram so if you want to follow me on there um that will make me so happy as Alex Letitia and for my run um if you guys want to find out more about that or help and support in any way you can um they're all on the socials as well and that is alt is running for the kids that is and awesome yes i'm manifesting again 
a Saints win. Please. I don't <laughs> want to damage my TV. <laughs> awesome stuff. Well, hopefully Hazard Hutel hears that and the team pulls a, a win for Southampton. And thank you so much for coming on the show. As we said, we've wanted a Southampton fan since you guys went top. And hopefully you guys steer the ship correctly and... We'll be yeah. happy to have you on again and, and you can gloat about how you are the reason Southampton are now winning. Um, <laughs> I think that will be good fun. Um, from my end, you guys can go ahead and check out all the content at EPL Index website. That's EPLindex.com. We have match previews, post-match reviews, player performances, and all sorts of news that you can dig into there. Um, of course, there's the daily podcast show, the Two-Footer Podcast with Dave Hendrick. Um, you can finally also check out our flagship show that runs weekly, usually comes out on Sunday evenings. It's the EPL Roundtable, where Kev DeVries sits down with panelists with respect within the respective EPL teams. They review and preview all the happenings around the EPL. You can follow this show's Twitter uh, account at ATADPredictable. Um, send in your predictions as well. Send in comments on how you think Alex is going to do on the banquet or burn it. Um, she's obviously put fighting words out there for Jake's score. So she, she's, <laughs> she's aiming high. Um, and then in terms of the EPR index, obviously check out the, the, the EPR index podcast on your podcast providers. Give it five stars. If you feel so inclined, write some positive comments. That good stuff really, really helps us out. I've been Tadiwa Chanakira. You can find me on Twitter at TadPredicts. The lovely lady that does our guest intros, uh, Jody, is at Spursy141. For those still keeping track with her fantasy team, she's still top of her fantasy league. I think both leagues she's in. Uh, so she's doing really, really well there. Our producer behind the glass, Guy Drinkle. You can find him at Guy Drinkle on Twitter. She's been Alex Letissier. You can find her at Alex Letissier on all the social media networks as we said check out the stuff she's doing with all the charities she's involved in and remember Chisinga Perry Chinoshura Sports Social Podcast Network